to have you back. Bill Michael Show. Hour number two. If you missed hour number one, man, you got to go back and listen. I don't know what else to say. I can't do it again. Um, reaction to what Aaron Rodgers had to say yesterday on the Pat McAfee Show is basically like, look, Take your time, take as much time as you need, but all the other stuff, all the ancillary stuff about, you know, re- rebuilding, reloading, bringing back certain guys, certain guys you want to play with, guys you need to end your career with, guys that you, you know, they, they, no, 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 no. Just do you want to play, and if you have that fire and you believe you can win another MVP in the right circumstance, then come back. And if you, if you don't, then then go ahead and walk away. And this whole thing about, well, if they want to move on to Jordan, well, then, you know, there's only one. Who has said that? Nobody has said that. Nobody has said that. If you listen at the top of the hour in the cut that says, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers talking about Jordan Love, and, well, if they want to move on, there's only other, you know, one other place for me to play, and that would be have to be traded, and then blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Even Brian Gudikin said, yeah, you know, we know Jordan. We know what he can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't give us our best chance to win right now. Aaron gives us our best chance to win. They're committed to Aaron Rodgers. They're monetarily committed to Aaron Rodgers. They kept his guys around. They're committed to Aaron Rodgers. And even Brian Gudikins, when asked about the mutual uh, want to, for Rodgers to come back, he's like, I don't know where you're getting that. you got to ask Aaron. You know? Got to ask Aaron. You know, so, um, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, Jason Lock and Fora on the Zach Gelb show. This is what he had to say about all of this. Jason Lock and Fora here with us. How likely is it that Rodgers gets dealt this offseason? Because I keep on thinking he's going to be back in Green Bay. Next uh, no, I think he's dealt. Um, I mean, he, he, if you listen to him today, I mean, he's already season's not, you know, barely a week old and he's already sort of contemplating, you know, well, if this isn't, I think I can win an MVP here, but I could win one there. Then I'm going to probably think about it and maybe go there. I don't see him walking away from 60 million fully guaranteed. I don't see him walking off into the distance and just watching games from his couch and seeing if Jordan loves any good or not. Um, I don't think he, he's as much as he thinks of himself, he he will concoct a million different reasons why what happened this year wasn't him. Even though, even when they went four and one, he had a worse passer rating than Baker Mayfield. He had a worse passer rating than Desmond Ritter the final six weeks of the season. So when they were winning, he wasn't doing a damn thing about it. He was barely throwing the ball. He wasn't pushing it down the field. Um, he was turning it over, and they ran it well, and they got big plays out of special teams, and, the, and they changed their defense. They fixed their defense. And it still wasn't enough to get in the playoffs – you know, in the NFC, which is pretty watered down outside of the East. So uh, it can't be him. And he's not walking away from the money. And the Packers, he's worn them out. And GMs and execs I talked to around this league think it's a salary dump at this point. Like, it ain't going to take a whole lot to get Aaron Rodgers. You know, they eat a little bit of the contract. He's got to facilitate the contract to get around some of this dead cap and, and, and what have you. But, yeah, I, I, I think he wants to call his shot. He wants his Tom Brady moment. He wants to do what Brady did when he got to Tampa and shove it down the throats of the, of the people you left. Uh, I don't see, I don't think so. And it, 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 the problem with that take on Jason Lock and Fora, first of all, I agree that he's coming back. 
I've said, I called it yesterday. I said, he's coming back. The ancillary stuff in between is what it is, but he's coming back. Um, but I see, I don't think it's in the Packer in, unless Jordan love is beyond what anybody thinks he is. Unless they've seen some things behind closed doors that, that think, man, this guy is just ready to go. Now, remember the same talent evaluation staff also thought Amari Rogers was really, really good at fielding punts, which is where I have a little bit of trepidation. What you saw out of, uh, out of Jordan love for two series was really good. I don't doubt that, but Kenny, you know, Brian Gutekind had a good point when he said, can he win the best chance to win is given to you by Aaron Rodgers, And I think um, now, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Because there's a whole different level of thinking when it comes from Aaron Rodgers. But I think Rodgers wants to win another Super Bowl in Green Bay. Rodgers said to me early on in his career, he wanted to be the best quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. And that meant he had to win two Super Bowls in the Super Bowl era. Because not only would you be better statistically, efficiency-wise and such, but that means you would have as many uh, Super Bowl rings. You get up there with Bart Starr, and now you're in some really rarefied air when it comes to the Green Bay Packers organization. Now, he's already got a Hall of Fame career. He's a Packer Hall of Famer, all of that. All those accolades are justified. But I don't think necessarily he wants to do it somewhere else. But if you tr- if you're trying to manufacture a rift between yourself and the team at this point after saying how much, uh, you know, you've appreciated the conversations between you and Goody, how much Goody and Matt have included you in decisions and how you've talked about, you know, play calling and the, the offense and and all the different stuff. I mean, you can't now all of a sudden say, no, it's bad. No, I don't know if they want me back. They've committed everything to you. So how can you say that? How can you say that? They've committed everything to you. Um, This is from Zach who says, uh, by the way, for the people that say it's the media, uh, can't we all at least admit that Aaron Rodgers is a master of manipulation when it comes to the media? It's not just the media. I applaud you guys for asking the right questions. I just wish I just wish you ask the question a couple of questions further. I get that. I get that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Mike listening to us in Cut. Hey, Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Bill, I concur with you 110% on everything you said at this point. I've been saying that since last year, everything you said, 30 years, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two Super Bowls, and guess what? Two Divas. Rodgers has this team hostage, and everybody knows it. Um, we play the, the only bright side I can see on this whole thing this year, considering Rogers was hurt. They played since they went, uh, I think they played in London. Any case, uh, 10 teams went to the playoffs. Five are still in five are out. The five teams that are still in the playoffs that we lost against was not a blowout. So I guess that look, the Vikings did what we did a couple years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. One playoff game at home, one and done. What's the difference, Bill, if we, like, today, like this year we didn't hit the playoffs? What's the difference, though, either a contender or a pretender? If you're one and done at your own home, you know, place, what it doesn't make any sense. Who cares? 
um, yeah, you got to put the best product on the field to make, you know, the most money for the team. But with what's going on right now, <laughs> this is just a re, just a repeat of, of Favre. And you know something, Bill? We got to keep love. We drafted him. We developed him. He may be ready to go, but you know what? He's going to be the same way Rodgers and Favre were the, his first year. Okay, the more time you have playing, the better off you're going to be. So you got to give him a chance. You know, to be honest with you, Bill, I don't care if he plays for us or someone else because as Rodgers jinxed himself at one point a long time ago, I remember what he said, football is a young man's sport, and you think mm-hmm. 39, 40 years old is considered young in football? I think that after 30 years old, you're you're over. You're over the hill. Um, right? I, I, yeah, usually, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's been – hey, look, in San, he's doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. We've hit the playoffs with great records, but we're just we're a paper tiger. We we don't have the right type of people to win like we did in twenty ten. Rogers is twelve years old now, older, with more injuries, so that's gonna magnify his time on the field even more of not playing. So that you know what? Great program, great conversation, but to be honest with you, I think it's time to turn another chapter. I think the gravy train has run dry now with Rogers. All right, bud. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Um, That's just, you know, that's just the way people feel. Uh, Emilio writes, uh, just retire already. It's so annoying when Aaron Rodgers doesn't get his way and every offseason he threatens the Packers with retirement. That's why Devontae left. Nobody wants to play with that crybaby quarterback. Um, Okay, let me, real quick, Emilio. He did get his way. He got the money he wanted. He got the guys that he wanted. He got say, apparently, in in certain personnel decisions. He went as far as to talk about benching guys on the Pat McAfee show, saying that if guys aren't cutting it, then other players need to play and guys need to sit, which was widely criticized by by many former players who said, you don't do that in a locker room. You don't, you don't, he didn't call out names. He's right. Aaron Rodgers is right. But they're saying, dude, what are you doing? We're trying to build something together here. And you're basically telling guys that if you don't cut it, you should sit. Almost as if you're this coach. Like you've taken on a whole other role as now a coach. So he has gotten everything he wanted. It's not the sole reason why Devontae left. There are legitimate reasons. He wanted to be with his family. He wanted to, you know, he bought this and built this palatial estate in Vegas, and that's kind of the area he wants to live in and such. I understand all of that. But everybody, you know, look, if you get paid, you're going where the money is. You know? You're going where the money is. Uh, Scott says, be freaking thankful you're the Vikings. You co- Or you could be the Vikings. Uh, Scott, that's not the point, though. Yeah, you could be. Hell, you could be the Houston Texans. I agree with that. But the point is, you're not. That's like driving up in a, in a Corvette and complaining that the engine's ticking a little bit and going, well, you could be driving a Chevette. But I'm not. We're paying for a Corvette. We want to run like a Corvette. We don't want to have engine problems. It's a high-performance car. Had we bought a Chevette, we'd know we were driving a Chevette. You know? 
877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. I'm going to step away, take a quick break, come back. I'll get more into this. A lot of people on hold, a lot of people chiming in on the Bud Light live stream. I knew today would be a reactionary day, and it is, and rightfully so. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. They have got good quality milk. They've got unbelievable bread. Uh, it all stays fresh for a very long time. The bananas, I didn't stop in there today, but I am this afternoon when I head down towards the Root River Center on my way. Got to get some gas and such. Uh, not going to get a car wash today, though, because we know the snow is coming. But uh, whatever else I need, I'm going to grab when I'm at Quick Trip. That's for darn sure. Usually I walk in there and I kind of look around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll grab that, too. It's all a quick trip. And I use my quick rewards card. And every now and then, if you're out and about, you want to go, ah, I'm hungry. I'm going to grab that burger there. And then they go out of us oh that's even better you can stop in you can earn cash you can get discounts you can get all kinds of things on your quick rewards card just use it good stuff good stuff hang in there got a whole lot more of the bill michael show it's all coming up right after this covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network To Boondocks, Boondocks Barbecue, Burgers, and Brews, uh, right out there uh, in the uh, Stone Bank area, which is on County Road K in Oconomowoc. Great place. They've got a paint and sip party going on coming up on uh, Saturday, February 11th, the day before the Super Bowl. Saturday, February 11th, seven o'clock, seventy-five bucks a person. So they're uh, pairing up with uh, the Dancing Brushes Studio. It's backed by popular demand. If you're looking for a, a uh, paint and sip party. Go out and get your wine on, and then you grab a brush, and you start making your own concoction. They have that going on. They have that going on. Plus, they have weekly specials, Friday specials. Everybody's got a good fish fry, and it looks like they've got hint, hint, something happening out there that's going to be kind of cool. So check out our friends at Boondocks. Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews in uh, the Stone Bank Oconomowoc area. County Road K. Tell them we said hi. 877-867-1670. Um, let me say this. Because uh, I'm watching some of these takes, and it's like, wait a minute, nobody said that. You know, there's some people that are, you know, kind of uh, going off, and it's like nobody said that. Um, first of all, um, TJ says you can't build a team for next season yet anyway. This season is still going on. It's been a freaking week for crying out loud. And just because he doesn't tell us doesn't mean he and Green Bay uh, don't have a plan. Do you think they do by what he said, TJ? I think the plan is pretty simple. Obviously, you got to get better. There's some pieces you need. You're kind of counting on the quarterback coming back. You paid him, right? That's the plan. I I've said all along I think he's coming back. It's not it's not that there's a plan in place, TJ. It's you can only go by what the quarterback says. Are you ignoring that? You know, again, I sit down and I say, okay, let's look at the facts in a court of law and not even in the insinuation. And you take just the words that are stated. You have to look at it that way and say, he is basically saying, I want to end my career with 
And he talked about Randall Cobb. He talked about Big Dog. He talked about, talked about Keyshawn Nixon. And I agree with that, bringing Keyshawn back. But my question is, sometimes is it better to go for talent and try to put really good up-and-coming, really good talent around a quarterback that's aging or strictly pack it full of vets who you didn't win with last last year, this past season, and try to run it back? So if you do that, tell me what's different other than a healthy quarterback. But you have to figure it this way. If the, if the same thing happens and he hurts his thumb and bangs his knee, do you have enough around him to make this team more viable? Answer me that. That's what I want to know. And if your answer is no, then why are you running it back with all the same guys? You didn't win with them last year. What makes you think things are going to change? The old adage in the NFL is if you don't if you're not changing and you're not getting better, you can't stay the same because you're getting worse. And if you get worse, if you lose personnel, you're getting worse. That's a fact. I mean, I that that's it, right? Am I missing something here? Um. So when you say things like that, it's like nobody said that they're rebuilding the team now. But you've got you got to start thinking about your decisions, your evaluations, about what you want to do, who you want to bring back, and who you don't want to bring back. And you're sitting there thinking to yourself, okay, we've got to upgrade the tight end position. We've got to. But he loves Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis, big dog, because he's a guy in that locker room. Okay. Well, you can't carry four and five tight ends. Who are you going, who are you going to get rid of? You got to upgrade. You know, and then the argument is, well, it takes him a while to get on the same page. Well, you got to be there. You got to put that effort in to get on that same page. You know? So my argument is you can only go by what he's saying and what he has said publicly. We don't know what the conversation was behind closed doors. He said he had really good conversations with Goody. Goody said he had really good conversations with him. But when he kept talking about throughout the season and in the postseason about, well, I'll come back if it's mutual. Well, even Goody said, I don't know where you're getting that because you'd have to ask him. We've shown him everything we could possibly do. He's included in conversations. He wanted certain players and we got him and we paid him and we kept him. And he wanted a new contract that was a commitment to him. We gave him all of that. I, and our conversations are really, really good. So where is he getting this? Right? I, I think those are questions that you have to ask. To, so f- for, the, for that to be continually brought up, it's like, wait a minute. You're the only one saying this. But if you don't feel like, does this mean you need even more love? You need even, even more say? Right? Uh, let's go to Ron listening to us in De Pere. Ron, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hello, Bill. So, How you doing? I guess first I want to start off, you know, with the fact that I know Rodgers isn't the same as he was five years ago, but neither am I. Mm-hmm. And 
as right. far as running it back. I, I think the only thing that can be different, you know, to me as part is coaching. Is, is that the problem? You know, I understand Rodgers isn't the same, but is our coaching any good? Um, I think that there's some areas that have to improve, and I think that you have to really question, uh, I think you have to question Matt LaFleur. I don't think I'd be be erroneous in doing that. Oh, I think he's a big part of the problem in losing Getsky and Hackett. I think LaFleur's got to give up the play calling mm-hmm. and be a better coach overall, hopefully, if he can right. be. S- second of all, I think, you know, it's, if Rodgers wants some of them guys back, tell him, you know what, you got to give up some money. You know, if that's what you really want. That's what you'd but, love uh, to have, yeah. My, my other big question to you is, do we have a sense of direction in this organization? You know, three years ago, we were one game away from the Super Bowl. We drafted Jordan Love. We drafted A.J. Dillon and Desar Aguaya, which was completely for the future. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you realize, well, now we got to kiss Aaron Rodgers' butt and try to make things better. Last year was the year to trade him. I think now, see, I go either way with him now because – you know, he could still win a Super Bowl. There was, you know, if David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins didn't get hurt the one year, I still believe we win that Super Bowl. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. We've had unfortunate luck here, too. And the oh, years when Rodgers was really good, he never had the ball. Now he's getting chances to win the game, and he's not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, there, there's, it's not all on him, even though, like I say, his attitude makes you sickening. But it's not all on him. We've had bad luck here. And in the years we were good, we had the injuries. You know, the year where we played Arizona, he won lost fifty one to forty five. If he got the ball, right. we win that game. He could still yep. win. He's yep. got an unfair rap because of his arrogance. I get that. But it's a little bit unfair. Well, I completely agree with everything you said. There is they appreciate the football. There's nothing there I disagree with. Nothing. One hundred percent. When you talk about the direction of the franchise, what direction they're going, I think what they're doing, if 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 you want like the real thumbnail thumbnail version, uh, they want to win another Super Bowl with him. I think there's Mark Murphy, there's Brian Gutekunst. I think Mark Murphy is getting ready to retire. Aaron Rodgers is getting ready to retire. Aaron Rodgers really, I think, in his heart of hearts, wants to end his career in Green Bay, and I think he wants to end his career with the Super Bowl. That's the direction. I think it's got convoluted with a lot of uh, opinions and ass-kissing and everything along the way. I think Matt LaFleur has lost his edge. Just from what you can see, now perception becomes reality in a lot of people's minds. So uh, perception-wise, behind closed doors could be vastly different. I don't know. I've asked. I've talked to people. I've talked to Mike Clemens. uh, And I'll say, has Matt LaFleur lost the team? No, because the team still fought hard. But has he lost his edge via play calling, his creativity, his ability? I don't know. It just doesn't look the same, I'll tell you that. That I, that I know. But the direction of the organization is this. They want to bring Aaron Rodgers back. They've got a lot of money committed to him. I mean, money dictates, okay? Let's let's not let's not beat around the bush here and act like, you know, well, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Money dictates. It's like how much do you have? What's the salary cap? What do you have to spend? What's left over? And what are you going to do? Uh, you know, David Bakhtiari said one time on, uh, on, on my show years ago, he said the teams can do whatever they want to do. It just depends on what you want to do and how much money you want to commit to future years. 
So you can do whatever you want to do. It's how much do you want to handcuff the team moving forward? You don't want to become the San Francisco 49ers from the late 80 or excuse me, the, the mid nineties into the two thousands where they were so strapped for cash. It was like five years of just being bad because they had so much, you know, dead money committed. You don't want to do that. And if you do do it much like LA did last year, you better win a Super Bowl. You know, they went out and got Von Miller. They went out and got OBJ. They elevated. They're not just running back the same guys and hoping for a different result. They went out and got bonafide, big game, big time players. And it paid off. Now, the sacrifice was this past year. Matthew Stafford nearly wasn't nearly as good. We all know that. He had the elbow issue. But you lose Von Miller. You can't pay him. You, you, you spent a ton of money to get yourself the Super Bowl. Now you got a year or two of ineptitude. And you knew that was coming. How many years do you want to bite off? But you better win it. This isn't about MVPs anymore. You only got a few years left. It's about Super Bowls. That's, that, that's my point. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I've said to you before, I, got, I, I have these things in my house, uh, the windows and the doors. Uh, and uh, they are incredibly economical. I know the cold weather is going to start hitting here relatively soon, and we've been really lucky to this point, but I, I, they're incredibly economical. They've added a bunch of value to my house. As a matter of fact, I had my house, um, uh, did a refi this past year. And the first thing the guy said is, oh, these are all new windows. He said, boy, that'll help you. I mean, that was his comment as an evaluator of property as a, you know, um, so, and it did big time, um, just by adding the windows and it added the value to the home was more than what I paid for the windows and doors. So <laughs> it really did add value. And they are the number one choice by homeowners in uh, many, many portions of Wisconsin by far. All you got to do is get a hold of them. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. Get that free in-home consultation. And if you do it by the end of the month, you can even qualify for up to no financing until 2029. 0% financing until 2029. Give them a shout. Go to PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. And uh, if you are uh, looking for a uh, terrific place to head out to, I have been uh, telling you about Social House, H-A-U-S. They have a brand new menu and uh, a lot of good things uh, that are on the menu that uh, I posted the other day, uh, kind of some of the new stuff in red uh, over on the Facebook fan page, some of the stuff that they have. But when you look at, uh, they've got a black bean burger, they've got a tiger burger, uh, they've got the black and blue sandwich. They've now got a pizza burger. They've got a really good meatball sub. Their grilled cheese 
is, uh, and you can even get uh, the uh, jalapenos put on the uh, the grilled cheese. Oh, it's so good. A whole new menu at the Social House. H-A-U-S, Social House. By the way, the appetizers, the Texas chicken rolls, the goat cheese bruschetta. I know it sounds a little weird, but it's really good. Reuben rolls are always good. Brand new mashed potato balls. I don't know if it sounds good to you, but it was real good to me. Oh, man, oh, man, so good. So check out our friends at the Social House, H-A-U-S, over on Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Tell them we said hi. Uh, Go back to June 8th of this past year. Take a listen to what Aaron Rodgers had to say about uh, retiring at Packer. You say I'm only playing one more year and you have a bitter taste in your mouth and still got the drive and the passion to play one or two more years. I just don't want to get pigeonholed into it. So I'm focused on this season. I'm never going to drag it out in the offseason. The conversations I've had with Brian have been very honest and and direct, and that's not going to change. And and we'll sit down after the season and hopefully after a championship and figure out what the next step is. I'd like to see them get to that championship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to Corey listening to us in Marshall. Corey, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bill. How you doing? Doing good. So, doing good. What's on your oh, mind? Not too much. So I typically call in the morning show to Evo's uh, over the line. And Bill know that I'm kind of a big Rogers fan, but I'm also not a single fan. Like I can call out when I kind of see some, like it's a little bit of a, not just going to say, okay, he can't do no wrong. Right. I feel a bit like mm-hmm. there's a kind of a power struggle going on that's playing on, playing on or playing out in public for all of us to see between Rodgers and Gutekunst to an extent and big time to uh, Lafleur. I don't really think Lafleur. I know you kind of touched on it briefly uh, in the last hour, but I I don't think he actually has the respect of the team. As much as like they just say, okay, well, this guy's the coach, quote unquote. But I think they all know who butters the bread around there and who's running things, and it's mm-hmm. not him. It's Aaron Rodgers. And it, to my, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term like kind of quiet quitting, but it feels almost like Rodgers isn't necessarily quitting as in, as as much as he's like kind of playing a psyop war with the fans, and he's trying to like kind of put right. out into the ether like little things like saying. Oh, you know, there's got to be mutual want to on both sides. And then I, when I heard that, I thought to myself, well, and then combine it with what Gutekunst said, unless he's lying, it's always possible. But they gave him $150 million, and he said specifically last week and Friday, Gutekunst did, that this was more than a one-year investment, and we expect a return on our investment. Right. I mean, I, Absolutely. I that's what I heard. And so I took that to mean, like, okay, we do want this guy back, but from what Rogers is doing here, like he kind of, he's, <laughs> which is ironic because he always talks about like people being manipulated and like as his wacky conspiracy theories and like how, you know, everyone's a lizard person and stuff, but like, he's kind of doing the same thing mm-hmm. by trying to like say, Oh, you know, I want this, but uh, you know, these guys just aren't willing to play ball with me and blah, blah, blah. And, like he doesn't seem to understand that. Like, this isn't an old man's retirement home for the Packers. We're like, just all your buddies get to retire with you and play football with you even though you suck. I mean, I know that's kind of harsh to say, but it is a business, right? And right. the Packers aren't in business of just handing out million do- you know, millions of dollars to these guys that aren't really going to provide value to the team because what's the goal of, the, of 
National Professional Football League is winning Super Bowls. It's not to provide a comfy retirement system for your buddies. I know, again, right. probably sounds harsh to say that, but, like, if you just look at it from, you know, I'm a Packers fan, first and foremost. Rodgers is great. Mm-hmm. Love the guy. He's brought a lot of success, a lot of joy to all of us. But at the same time, like, I'm trying to avoid this all off season of getting into this cycle of, like, trying to parse what he's saying. But, like, I just had to call him and give my two cents because it's like, no, no, I you appreciate know, it. He must think we're all kind of idiots sometimes that he can manipulate the fan base into thinking that he's like the aggrieved party here. Packers, like you pointed out, Bill, and I agree, like they bent over backwards. They brought back a 30 some year old cop. They brought back a Mercedes Lewis that like every once in a while do something really fun and awesome. But like what value is he providing to the team? I uh, yeah, well, that's the other. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call because you're right. Let me let me kind of pick up on that because. You go with when you talk about Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb. I thought Randall Cobb had a decent year. Uh, For his age, would I bring him back if it was the right price? Sure, I would. For two reasons. One, he's a locker room guy. He's a film study guy. And he learned from some of the best. And so, yes, I'd bring him back. And he, he he had catches. He had big catches. He still can take a hit, still can go over the middle, still can get the job done. Um, nobody, and here's the question, and this was asked to me, has anybody asked Cobb or, uh, or Big Dog if they actually want to come back next season? Cobb said he would like to if, if it was the right circumstance. And I think that means, hey, if the Packers want me, I'd love to come back. I have not heard what Mercedes Lewis wants, to be honest. So I, that's a great question. I don't know. But I think you, you, I, I, what this team needs, in my opinion, is it starts with a head coach and a play calling. I think they have to have a quarterback committed. How do I put this? I think they have to have a quarterback committed to running the offense. And I understand, and we see it all the time, there's other quarterbacks that do it too, where they're looking for the big shot. But I also think that there is wrong with living to fight another day and picking up first downs consistently. And I can't tell you how many times we have seen, you know, Rodgers trying to take the big shot when other guys are open. So we've all talked about this. This is nothing new for you and I to discuss. But I also think personnel-wise, I think you need a tight end. I think you need another veteran wide receiver. I think you need um, to figure out what you do have talent-wise with your offensive line, because to me it all starts in the trenches. So there's three draft choices, maybe another uh, a backup running back, you know, if you want to go in that direction. But if I'm going to draft some guys, I'm drafting a tight end, maybe another wide out, and maybe another offensive lineman. You can never have too much depth in the trenches. And the rest of the draft, I know people don't want to hear it, um, but I'm going defense. I'm going trenches, and I'm going secondary. You know, if you can find another outside pass rusher, you know, get it. Get a young guy that can start to kind of mix in, that you can run around with, Preston Smith and with Rashawn Gary before he comes back. 
I'm not, I don't have a problem with any of that. Go get them. Do it. No problem. Uh, I think you're going to need more depth in it. You need more people alongside Kenny Clark. You know, you just do. <laughs> you just do. You need, you win in the, tra- how many, how many teams beat Green Bay in the trenches? The Jets beat them in the trenches. The Giants beat them in the trenches. The Lions beat them in the trenches. How many teams, how many more do you, how much more do you have to see to realize you win up front? Everything else trickles out. It's like a rock on a pond. You throw it in and then all the ripples go out. Uh, you need D-line. You know, you got to win in the trenches. you got to get pressure on quarterbacks, get them off their mark. I, I think all of that comes into play. When we come back, Gerard, I'll get to you. I promise you'll be first out of the shoot. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Water Doctors. Water Doctors, they are in uh, Waukesha, but they uh, work all over the state of Wisconsin. And, by the way, if uh, you want to do something fantastic for your home, one, it's the water softening system and the Connecticut water softening system. It is the best, hands down, by far. But if you want to get in touch with your local agent, all you got to do is call 262 269- 549-7733 for everything in Waukesha and Milwaukee and Racine and Kenosha and Ozaki and Jefferson and all that stuff. All those, Call our buddy uh, over there, John Atley, no doubt. But if, say, you're in Madison, say you're up in La Crosse, say you're in Eau Claire, say you're up in Marshfield, wherever, uh, get a hold of John and he can get you in touch with the right people too. 262-549-7733. But the best part about it is they also do something great for uh, our servicemen and women. That is the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy for those that need it. They also make donations there. They encourage you to do the same as well. So work with a company that not only is really good, top-notch, but gives you the best product on the market and does something good in return for those that uh, kind of allow us to lay our heads on our pillows at night and say, not on my watch. That's fantastic. That's the Water Doctors in Waukesha. For more information, go to h 2 the letter o doctorscom H2Odoctors.com, or call them 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. More to come, coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers says he wants to take some time to rest and recover before making a decision about returning for a 19th NFL season. Rodgers also named some players he wants to see return to the Packers roster before he decides to stay in Green Bay. A guy like Mercedes Lewis. That's a guy I want to finish my career with. If I'm playing, I want that guy next to me. I want the Randall Cobbs of the world, if he wants to be playing, in my locker room. You know, Alan Lazard, Bobby Tunyon, Dave Bakhtiari. There's a lot of interesting names that um, will see, you know, their uh, desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Rodgers on the McAfee Show. The Packers went on a five-game losing streak after losing to the Giants in London. Rodgers injuring his throwing hand. I asked GM Brian Gutekunst, did they consider starting Jordan Love instead of a quarterback playing with a fractured thumb? Yeah, I mean, I think as long as we're in it, you know, we were going to play the guy that gave us the best chance to win those games, you know, 
I talked to you at the bye week. I think we might have been four and eight at the time. You've seen teams quit before in those situations, and our guys never did. They kept coming to work. It just didn't happen. But um, as long as we have an opportunity to keep winning games and keep moving forward and get in the playoffs, we're always going to make the decision to, to, to go out and win the game. The Giants face the Eagles this Saturday night after they beat the Vikings 31-24 to in the wild card round. New York's Brian Dable on getting a win in the playoffs in his first year as head coach. You know, getting the calls in quickly, making sure we're in the right kind of formation huddle-wise. Um, communicating the personnel, all those things, that's what makes the difference. Um, came down to a few plays. We made a few more than they did, and get ready to play Philly here. That's Giants head coach Brian Dable. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Bingo is back. Steakhouse is open. Food is flowing, and it's all good at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Coming up in about five minutes, we got Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan, the great Kevin Harlan, is going to be joining us, so you're going to want to take a listen to that coming up here in about five, so stay tuned uh, because we're going to talk with him, get his opinion on all of this. Uh, it'll be softer than mine, I'm sure. But And plus, he's going to be uh, calling a lot of these playoff games down the stretch. So I want to talk a little NFL with him as well. But Kevin Harlan is going to be joining us coming up here in just a few. Let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Gerard listening to us uh, up in Delaware. Gerard, how you doing, man? Hey, Bill. Um, great, great stuff. Um, look, Murphy wants Rogers back. There's no doubt about it. Why? Because Rogers brings money into the franchise. Now, even though they're paying them a lot, a lot of money, they must be making a heck of a lot of money off of Rogers' name and the future pomp and circumstances. All these businesses think of the future. They don't think just now. So they figure all that money they'll draw in in the future. That's the reason why I believe that Murphy would want him back, okay? And I know Murphy's mm-hmm. the money man. He's the guy who has to make the money for the franchise. Now, there were three people after that 49er loss last year that said they would trade Rogers. Right away. Three. Tom Silverstein, Leroy Butler, and me. I spoke to Leroy about it personally about it. Okay? And and I know Gary at that point. You know Gary who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, he disagreed, right. but I think he's come around. I think he's come around now. Now it might be a little too late. They would have got a franchise-changing package from, 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 uh, from Denver, okay, because he would have he got more than Wilson. Now, remember, they got Font, the big boy Harris, the defensive tackle, and all those draft choices. Now, if people out there, now, you've made a great point on Love before. You spoke about how they must know how Love really is by looking at him all the time. Well, obviously, then they know how Rogers is all the time. So so that's a sort of contradictory of what I'm trying to say. But what, but the whole thing is this, is they must know Rogers is, he looks bad. Look, I went back and I watched the Bear Championship game. He had a 55 quarterback rating. He could have sealed the game. Raji's touchdown ended up winning that game. He could have sealed the game. He threw a five-yard pass, 100 miles an hour through Corliss's hands. Then the Mm -hmm. Seattle game, he could have sealed the game also. Also. But he ran the ball twice and then threw a terrible throw. Okay? And there's so many things you could look through. Okay, he's a great, talented quarterback. He's a four-time MVP, blah, 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 blah. The whole bit, Bill. The whole bit. But what is his record? That's all that matters. Bart Starr was 9-1 and one in the playoffs. What? Mm-hmm. It, that's all that matters, Bill. That's all in the end runs. So that's what we got to look at. Remember this. 
That could have been a reverse John Hadle trade. That could have set this franchise up for years to come. Instead, they're strapped. The only thing they did well in that whole contract they gave Rodgers was they didn't give him a no trade, or else that would have really sank him. Right. That would have really did, because now they still have something to hold over his head. So he's already uh, 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 made LaFleur look like a, a wimp. In a lot of ways, and that's partly Lafleur's. But he's already made Google because panic and make, and he's going to really screw his team up for the future. And now Rogers is telling you he wants all his guys back. Okay, I'd say fine. We're going to bring them all back, and we're going to ship them with you to another team. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you can't run it back. And Gerard, thanks for the phone call. We're at the top of the hour. You can't run it back with the same guys and expect a different result. The only thing you can hope for is a healthy quarterback that lasts throughout the entire season. But I'll say this. Favre doesn't win a championship without Reggie White. Rodgers doesn't win it without Charles Woodson. You have to have the supporting cast. It's not just about that. The quarterback. you got to have a good quarterback to win. Don't get me wrong. you got to have a good quarterback play, especially in today's day and age. But there's a lot to it. There's a lot of nuances. It's very easy to lay at the feet of Rodgers on both sides. But you got to have some of the other pieces. And that's my argument is if you want all these other pieces, you want these guys that have been there, done that, what makes us think it's going to be different other than just doing it for your sake? Kevin Harlan. Kevin, the great Kevin Harlan joins us next on The Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 